All right, Phil. It's time, my man. We are in the second installment of the bonus concert series here. The last yeah. episode, we talked about the Scott Stapp show, where they played a bunch mm-hmm. of Reed stuff and all Scott Stapp's band's new stuff, which is awesome. And I left you with a cliff-hanging riddle. Do you That's remember funny. the riddle? I do. It almost feels like it was like we just talked about it or something. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I've thought about the riddle. And I'm pretty sure it is. I'm totally stalling because I have fucking no idea. <laughs> well, let, <laughs> right let's now. let's recount the riddle. Go ahead and re- so if, tell the folks at home in case they missed last episode what was the riddle. Okay, so the riddle I believe was that this is something a patient would say to you, and that's the name of one of their songs. That's right. It's not the band's title, but it's a song title, and it's something that a patient of yours. Could say hearts, to you, it's hearts on fire. <laughs> <laughs> hearts on fire. Hearts <laughs> on fire. That's a great Hammerfall song. Yeah. Uh, l- mm, uh, no, but let me give you. Would do you want another hint? All right. Yeah, I'll take that. If you were in Australia, what would you say you were in? Would you say you were up something or down something? Okay, down under. Okay, all right, okay. So does so, that help you? The band's title, neither the band nor the title of the song have anything to do with Australia, but the word down is a hint. System of a down? Remember when I told you it was a track name, not a band name, you stupid I thought you were... Fucking <laughs> <idiot>. <laughs> I will fucking... <laughs> all right. Not that you would know, because if they did have a track name, you wouldn't recognize it. Well, that Iron Maiden precedent you set. Okay, well, listen, <laughs> let's not go to the past, and let's focus on the present, which is, when would a patient tell you system of a down? I'm, I'm here, I got a system of a down. <laughs> My system is down, because <laughs> cause it's yeah. a Terminator. Yeah, all right, uh... <laughs> the next time I go to the doctor and he asks me what's wrong, I'm gonna say my system, my system is down. Say say that sentence and watch the look on their face. <laughs> I'm gonna get right. fucking put into a padded room. Something's down under. I got. Forget the fucking, under. Forget the under. You just got the word it's down. Down. That was a pretty convoluted hint then. All right. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. I don't know, man. I think we should just tell me. I'm going to play it for you and embarrass you in front of all your friends. Ah, right. oh. Down with the sickness. Down this with the third. sickness. I'm coming to see you because I'm down with the sickness, nurse, doctor. You think they would say I'm down with the sickness? More likely than system of a down. A little bit. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm down with the sickness. I've come down okay. with the sickness, which is a pretty and common I'm... term, actually. I've come down I... with the sickness. And You're about the to come down is, dickness. I gotta go see a band called Disturbed. Okay, that's awesome. Where'd you see them? So, Hertz Arena up in Estero, Florida, which is a place where they have hockey games, basketball games, stuff like that. So it holds maybe, I don't know, 18,000, 20,000 people. Big, big venue. Bigger venue. Much smaller than where we saw Iron Maiden, but still a much bigger place than the ranch. 
Uh, cool, man. That's pretty legit. I've never seen them live. That would be awesome. Must have been awesome. It was one of those where I had I saw it come up on the you know things that are coming around town, and I said I got to see those guys. I've been listening to them since I was. I mean, shit, man. You and I probably really have been listening to them since you and I were what you know, seventeen, sixteen, like together. Yeah, I think so. I think that's about right. Because we used to listen to dropping plates in your basement. We're playing pool. Remember that stuff? Yeah, oh yeah. Plates on your ass, bitch. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> yeah. God. So I saw I saw that came around and I was like I gotta go. So me and Gabe went. We went up to uh, Hertz Arena and just as a quick aside, it was awesome because we got there right literally as they took the stage. We missed the opener, sorry in this moment, and we didn't have to pay to park and we just moseyed right on into the floor and we saw every song start to finish just there. Sweet, perfect timing. Couldn't have planned it any better, and. They, they were great. So I want to do a little bit of parallel, like compare and contrast, because these two concerts were exactly one week apart when I saw Disturbed versus Scott Stapp. Disturbed, totally different energy, right? I mean, just much, much different vibe. They're a more new metal-ish rock kind of thing where, you know, less traditional rock and more metal-ish. Yep. A- and... Um, the lead singer of Disturbed is much lower energy. I mean, he's he's not running anywhere or jumping up on anything. He's he's walking around the stage doing some good crowd work, but it's not like Scott Stapp style. It's it's much more subdued. And um, I don't know, how can I their set list must have been pretty legit, man. Well, you you know they got a ton of friggin' hits. I think he said when we were at the at the show. I think he said they have 12 number one hits. Wow. I know yeah, I, I, I believe that. Which, according to him, I think it was like the most in history, or maybe most in history for a rock band. But nonetheless, every song was a hit. So I, although it was lower energy, and I think I enjoyed myself more at the Scott Stapp show, probably because my expectations were lower, really, yeah. more than anything, Um it was still a great show. Absolutely great. I would not discourage anybody. Anybody out there who's listening who likes Disturbed, go see it. It was awesome. It was loud. The, the sound was really strong. The drums were just on point. The bassist is amazing. Has sick dreads. Um, the guitarists were both great. And the lead singer was great. He's, he sounded really, really good. Now, I will say on the first couple songs, he sounded like he needed a little bit of time to warm up the tubes. Uh, yeah, well, he does, it's a lot of screaming. It's pretty intense. Right uh, approach, so not and not surprising. One of the things that was a little more surprising to me than I had expected was there was quite a bit of of calm song. I expected maybe one or two to kind of break down and break the the tension, but of course we heard this one, "Sound of Silence." Which oh yeah, the, you love that song. I really do. It's the better version. Uh, it's not, but it's good. It's the better version, and. They played it with the full orchestra of like violin and the timpanis going on, so that really was awesome. I mean, it really they that was cool. They did do a good job of it. Is strong. Yep, and, and uh, just you know the the whole thing of just the way it builds and you know anyway, everybody who knows that song loves that song, and decent amount of you know male to female ratio. Usually when you go to a rock show and especially when you're on the floor. And there's a little bit of pitting going on. There's a couple crazy ladies who are getting their skulls smashed in in the pits, but not too many others. But Disturbed was a little different. Good good balance of male-female. 
Yeah. And um, you know, by the well, end, it's funny that, too. Go ahead. I'll say we're, we're you know, we're, <laughs> people are a little bit older now, even though Disturbed's a really high energy, intense band. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. So people that grew up listening to them aren't necessarily young, you know, crazy. I'm gonna kick everyone's ass, mosh pit types anymore. De- definitely, De- there was a night. There were, you're absolutely right about that. There was a, a mix of people in their 40s and 50s for sure. I mean, there were plenty of people yeah. who you, you know, probably were in their middle to late 30s when these guys got popular, and now right. you know, fast forward 20 years, and here we are. Yep. So. Great show, great set list, ton of great songs, and I had listened to their newest album before going to the show just because I wanted to be kind of up to speed on what they had going on, but they played, I want to say, two or three. They have a, a slow song on the new one that I really like that actually they pulled off really awesome, but okay. the set list, they just have so many great albums to pull from. My only disappointment was I love the Remember album. Or believe I can't remember what it's called. Remember or believe? Oh yeah, that's that's probably. I mean, I haven't listened to all their albums in depth. I think that's my favorite one. Believe that's what it is. The red one. I, yeah, that's my favorite one also. And the, the, I didn't really hear. I think they might have had one track from that album, and I love that album. So the actual song "Believe" is great. Oh, and they like that song "Remember" is what you're talking yes. about. Yeah. Yep. I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, that's a great one. So and the song um, "Prayer" that was a big hit. Prayer. Right. From Believe, and oh yeah, yeah. Yep. the actual song Believe is great. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think that might have been the one they played actually. Prayer. Prayer's good, man. Yeah. It's a really good song. So this was this was yeah. my favorite album of theirs when I was a kid, and um, okay, love the song Devour on there too. So ton of great hits on that one. They could have played. They could go on tour and just play. Okay, we're gonna play the Sickness album, and now we're gonna play the Believe album, and now we're gonna play Immortal. Sure. I mean, they have a ton of great albums. So. They were they, they didn't disappoint at all. It's just interesting to compare and contrast when you see different types of style rock in different venues. Um, right. But I'll tell you, there were some. There was no moshing until the encore. And when they got to the encore, people were a little sloppy because it, the the set. I think they had opened the doors at seven seven ish, and. You know, you have somebody there at 710 just slugging beers until 1030, 1045. When the yeah. So that's a good head start on getting pretty drunk. And there were some guys mm-hmm. in their 40s in the pits hammered. And then, of course, there's the standard obligatory guy with no shoes on for no good reason. And <laughs> when you wear socks on a wet beer soaked floor mosh pitting this dude went from completely perpendicular to the floor to like his face and his arm and his shoulder hit the floor so hard just i mean you he couldn't have hit it harder if he had fallen from a 10 foot like diving board and it just collapsed straight and he fell perpendicular to the floor he he hit harder because he fell downward it why did like why do people do that (laughs) do you have have you ever asked anyone i've been in so many pits and i've never been in just socks i don't understand how a person thinks this is gonna work out maybe he's like god my feet are really hot i mean that's the problem here (laughs) (laughs) i need to get rid of my shoes (laughs) that's 
way too much coverage on my feet. That's I the issue. I can't handle this any longer. I have to be shoeless in this because <laughs> I either want to break my toe or fall just murderously hard onto the side of my face. Right. So anyway, it, it was um, it was excellent time. Great set. The, the lead singer's got positive messages going on all over the place. He he had a song about addiction. And um, on one of the songs that it was one of the slower ones, he pulled up a fam- young family in the crowd. He's like, these are the next the next era of disturbed fans. And he brings up a whole family, of like five or six kids and, and a mom and a dad, which was super cool. They got to sit on stage and see the whole thing. So another very positive, even though they're, they're lyrical matter and the, you know, the, the intensity of their music is very high, the positivity from the singer and the band itself was high also. Yeah, for sure. You know, they're a band that has a surprise, for me, had a surprising, or has a surprising longevity. I kind of thought when they were around uh, back in the day that they were cool, but I guess gimmicky, I don't know what the word was. A lot of the mouth noises that he makes, I mean, they're pretty cool, but it just seemed a little, yeah, they they seemed a little, I don't know what, but like gimmicky, I guess, was the word I want to use. I wasn't sure that they would stick around. They've been around for so long. They've put out so many good albums, yep. songs. And, and of course, there are plenty of haters out there, you know, that don't love them. But you know, why disrespect? They got a bunch of great songs. They always have a cool cover on all their songs. Oh, that's oh, that's the other thing. They did that cover, uh, "Tears for Fears," that was on. I can't remember if it was on the. Well, everybody wants yeah, to rule the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. They pulled that off great. Um, um, cool. Yeah. So, wants to rule the world. That's pretty legit. Um, I think most people, even in this in the snobbier wing of the metal community, doesn't really don't really shit on Disturbed because they're they're not trying to be something they're not. I feel uh, they're pretty straightforward and the songs are catchy. they they're just uh, it's. It's, they're decent songs, so you can't really shit on them. That's totally undeniable. Their songs are catchy. They know how to write a fucking catchy song. Yeah, like they're not, I don't know. They don't take themselves too seriously. They're just cool. I, 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 I've never seen a whole lot of hate for Disturbed, even even on places on the internet where you people shit on everything. Or hate breeds. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, the only way to show everybody that your opinion is sophisticated is to shit on everything and for no reason at all just to do it and not even really being that informed right but anyway right i'd like to, anyway I, I think the so the takeaway from all this is if you like disturbed go great show positive energy oh and oh that's the other thing i forgot to mention they did the obligatory where every member of the band kind of gets a chance to do their solo thing you know, at mm-hmm. different stages, like the drummer will just freaking crush it forever, or the bassist will just do some. Mm-hmm. Those guys, it's amazing to me how talented musicians are. They can start with the with the absolute absence of sound, and then pull together this wall of sound that makes you just want to jump up and down. Yeah, it's kind of cool that. Uh, yeah, I feel like I would have just ramble on an instrument. I wouldn't have a, an ear for what was like good. It would just be like, oh, that's it's pretty legit, man. This song's great, too. The Light. Oh, this is one of my favorite songs of theirs. Yep. I'm telling you, man. They got so many freaking hits. It's like unstoppable. You just go to one of their shows and you, you just forget. Like, God damn, I forgot this was one of their jams. This was one of their jams. This was one of their jams. So, 
nothing yeah. nothing uh, to critique here that I haven't already said. I, I think they are excellent, and it just seems to me that when you're as popular as they have been for as long as they have been and you've played so many shows, just think about how many times they've played Down With A Sickness. If they've been touring somewhat off and on for 15 years and they play, you know, 30 stops a tour or whatever... Hundreds of times, hundreds of times they've played that song live. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's a, any band with a great hit. But yeah, they probably played it a zillion times and eh, they just love it. I wonder what compelled him to make that noise. Was it just like, I'm going to go right here and it's going to sound cool. Or they just do it organically and just everyone's like, whoa, what was that? That was right, cool. Right. You know? Yep. What was that about? What's the creative process for like... Not growling, whatever you want to call that, uh, battle crying <laughs> into yeah, the and mic. Yeah, that's uniquely his style, man. I don't think I've ever heard anybody do that type of. Yeah, no one's done that. I'm sure people's done things like it, but that you know, it's it, it's very unique to them. You know, I think they kind of own that. Someone did it now, I'd be like, oh, it's gonna disturb. Like they're like archetype for that. You know, it's interesting you say that. I don't know that I've heard another band that I say, oh, this band sounds like Disturbed. Have you? Not really. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. These guys have really been a distinguishing an identifiable force in the in the genre for a long long time so i i kind of i to be candid i kind of fell out of the like i wasn't as jocking them as hard as i was when i was younger i didn't really i mean i think i bought i know i ha- owned the physical copies of their first album second album and i think the third one but after that i really just kind of lost touch and then i saw they were coming around so i started listening to some more of the newer back catalog and i you know you i wondered to myself like why did i stop listening to these guys as much as I did they've been around just consistently kicking ass so what what did I you know what changed about me why did I stop right I, I kind of have a similar trajectory or it's like every every couple of years I'll, they'll put an album and I'll go oh this is cool and I'll, I won't listen to them for a while and then I'll just I'll hear something the next thing they do and I'm like oh this is good it I just because uh, I bought an album from them like 2010 that was good I downloaded a lot of the most recent album so I mean I've, I've always stuck with them or in and out, but not consistently. Like I don't always, I'm not always listening to Disturbed or always up to date on when they're even putting out right. an album. Right. Well, I'm a but fan. Yeah. They did a great job. Sound of Silence, the better version they played, and uh, you're wrong about Simon and Garfunkel's version. Um, I think they're both really good. I just, uh, <laughs> you just can't. They're the classic, the classic man. I mean, you know, you're borderline blasphemous, but. I'm not gonna be as hard as everybody else is. I'll be a one man. I'll be a one man army while you're doing your light reading over there. Sorry. Um, you can be a one man army. I I like both versions. I really like the disturbed version, but I don't know, man. It's just something about that. Anyway, whatever. Okay, it doesn't matter. Disturbed's great. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Simon and Garfunkel could not do down with the sickness. Uh, I'll give disturbed <laughs> that. <laughs> I would love to hear Paul Simon do oh, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It would sound not great, probably. Yeah. In a polo <laughs> shirt. Yeah. All right, sweet. All right, well, that sounds awesome. I'm jealous. That's a band I've, I would really like to see. How much were the tickets? Not too, not I too much? I think it was 50 bucks for the floor, so, you know, nothing. Eh. Eh. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. You get to go, get to go see a band with a discography like that on the floor. I think that now where we saw them, there was 
way fewer people people on the floor than there were in the seats. The seats were filled. So, you know, seat no, tickets okay. maybe were like 25. So, you know, those were all filled. And then the floor was a little bit more, which I, I guess they probably do that. One, so you, you get less riffraff because when you don't charge more, you're going to get garbage down on the floor and it's going to get real sloppy. Um, and two, I, th- I yeah. think you want people to pay that premium to get closer to the stage so you don't have people being crazy and trying to jump over the barricades and get on stage and all that kind of wild stuff and take the shoes yeah, off take the shoes off run around no shoes why'd you take this the other shoes guy off? was hammered this old guy had no shirt on he was like slapping it on the ground and then all of a sudden it accidentally wrapped up this other drunk old equally old guy's <laughs> head and he couldn't see and it was such an amazing thing because they didn't know each other but the old guy who got his head wrapped up in the other guy's shirt the one who had his head caught in the shirt was just like, God. ah, ah, <laughs> not seriously, but he was just like playing along. Like he was completely fine being stuck in the sweaty ass old man's shirt, not bothered. Just like completely went in Rome about it. And I was like, golly, God bless these two guys. Cause if I had this sweaty motherfucker shirt on my head, I'd be ripping it off and punching him in the face. Yeah. I would. God, that's pretty bad. I'm, yeah. That's gross, man. <laughs> just a mouth gotta watch where you're swinging sweat. that thing god it's heinous I think I'd have to leave like I'm like alright I guess I'm done <laughs> that's my night that's a wrap yeah it's like so you're playing basketball and somebody like sweaty armpit and you're like gets on your fucking face you know how many they go to like throw it or they go I don't know what jump shot and fucking land on you or someone's you are you, for whatever reason your tongue is out and your like tongue touches their armpit hair <laughs> yeah you have to go home and brush your teeth i'm stopping and then just a new toothbrush on the way home and a huge bottle of listerine <laughs> absolutely that's game over i don't care i mean well you can't go on like that no no you, <laughs> you win i'm out but this guy was just yeah. like ah ah he's like just waggling his, waggling his head back and forth totally happy to have be involved in the in the action of just and that's just in a, another indication of what booze does to these guys they just get hammered down there oh and my god partying for whatever it is god no. oh to be I was gonna say young but they're not young oh to be drunk oh to be fifty and <laughs> hammered on the floor of a disturb show <laughs> right um. <laughs> Well, that sounds cool, man. I'm kind of jealous because I would like to see that. It was cool. It was definitely cool. I'm glad it went. Real glad it came by. And uh, we're going to do another another concert review in probably another week because I'm going to go see a show this coming Friday. And oh, give, I give me a hint. Be... That's got nothing to do with fucking continents. All right. I will give you a hint on this one. This right. band, one of the two bands, involves a... How do I want to phrase this? One of these, do you want a clue about both bands or just one? Do you think you can get it from both, from just one or both? Give me one because, right. okay, okay. yeah, I'll do one. Right. This band sings a ton about history and war and all, all right. of their, and their lead singer always wears body armor. Okay. So think about it. I think that was a dead giveaway, but you know, you're right. kind of stupid. Well, uh, we'll see who's stupid. <laughs> it's probably going to be me. We'll see. No, we'll see who has the opportunity to look at Google all week. Yeah, right. <laughs> then we'll see who the asshole really is. You're just cross-referencing right. every concert within 100 miles of where I live. With... Absolutely. <laughs> all right. I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. All right, man. <laughs> well, till then. Until then, this is a great heavy music podcast. Bonus concert review. We'll see you soon. Phil, as always, you're the man.
Definitely, man. Simon Garfunkel had a better version. All right, yep, see you guys. See you, bye. <laughs>